Hi, and welcome to the Promotion Playbook Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Wells. This recording is part of the Friday's Fire, where I give you some motivation going into the weekend to ensure that you stay on course to do to go into your assessment center the best prepared. This is part of, there's two series that I'm currently running right now. There is the Friday's Fire, where I just give you some information that you can use and apply to your preparation, your training. Um, this goes along with the promotion playbook. So if you don't have the promotion playbook, you can pick that up on Amazon. If you subscribe to this podcast, I'm also going to continue to deliver information to you. So we've got the Fridays of Fire, and then I'm also doing a series called Stories from the Summit, where I'm interviewing people who have been successful with promotion or may have a unique skill set to help with your promotion. And so I've been doing interviews. And if you go back, you can see these interviews, which are called Stories from the Summit. There's these recordings. And then previous to this, I was, um, I've gone through the entirety of the seven strategies and the four skills that are found in the promotion playbook. So there's tons of great stuff here. It's all directed to help, help support you on this path to your promotional test success. If you've already promoted and you're just looking for some good information, um, these seven strategies and four skills can be applied to any area of life. Today, we're going to talk about how to level up your communication skills. How do you improve your communication skills? And I want, I want you to start by, I'm going to give you um, a situation that could be real or it could be imagined. And that situation is... I'll give you a, I'll give you how this how this may apply at work, and then also how this may apply in your personal life. So let's say at work, let's say that it's time for a review. Either it's a it's an annual review at work, where you meet with your supervisor or your boss, um, or maybe you went through an assessment center, and after the assessment center, you're going to sit down and hear how well you did during that process. Many times when you go through an assessment center. At the end of it, you'll get to meet with, with the, the, the people that put on the test. Sometimes it's HR, sometimes it's a chief, sometimes it's a, a third-party company. And if it's done well, afterwards, they're going to sit down and they're going to give you feedback on how well you did. So let's just picture you're sitting in this, um, this office space and you sit down and your supervisor or boss or test evaluator is in that room with you. So picture yourself sitting in this room, picture your supervisor sitting across the desk from you, and they're gonna sit down and talk about your performance. Either it was performance on a test or performance throughout the year, or maybe performance on a call. And during this conversation, it goes back and forth, and they bring up this concept of communication. It's a very common evaluation criteria is to evaluate how well people communicate. Any position in any department has an element of getting along well with other people. And if you can't communicate well, you're not going to have good people skills. So communication is absolutely essential. Let's just say you're sitting in this room and your supervisor says you, you need to improve your communication skills. And Depending on how you receive this, this feedback, you may get defensive. You may be excited that they're spending the time to meet with you. You may uh, resonate well with it and have this desire to improve your communication skills. And so they're like, okay, 
for the next year or for your next promotional test, you need to improve your communication skills. So you're like, all right, that sounds great. Now, what does that even mean? Like, how do I improve my communication skills? So if they don't elaborate on that, then you're just kind of stuck with this general concept of improving communication skills. Let's take this into a personal example. Let's say that you're, uh, let's say that you've been married for quite a while and um, you, you end up having some friction with your spouse. Maybe you're not getting along, maybe you're not quite on the same page and you decide to go and see a counselor or maybe you talk to a family or a friend or someone and you say, hey, you know, I'm kind of having these challenges with my, my marriage and um, how can I improve this? This counselor, this mentor, this friend says, well, you need to be a better communicator. And then you find yourself in the same situation as you were at work is needing to improve communication skills, but not even knowing what that means or how to go about that. So how, how do you improve your communication skills? So both of these scenarios points to this problem. Um, this problem is expanded in strategy number three define the prize is we talk about this concept of, of wandering generalities. There's this quote from Zig Ziglar that says, people are either wandering generalities or meaningful specifics. And if someone tells you to improve your communication skills, it tends to, to live in this land of generalities. And with generalities, it's hard to measure. And with that lack of measurement, it's hard to control. So I'm gonna give you a solution to this general problem of improving communication skills. This solution is going to be to break communication down into four specific skills that you absolutely must develop to be the best communicator possible. This is not if if you've read through the promotion playbook or if you've listened to previous episodes, we break down an assessment center into four skill sets that you need for the assessment center. Those four skills are study skills, speaking skills, writing skills, and application skills. That's a great way to categorize the information for an assessment center. Now for this episode, the four specific skills you need to enhance your communication is gonna be a separate group. So I just don't want you to get confused if you're reading through the promotion playbook. This is a separate concept and it is elaborated in the promotion playbook, but there is not a chapter to specifically address these. It's interwoven into all the different tools but uh, the four skills I'm about to cover with you are a separate, are, um, they're part of it, but this is a, a separate from the one target and four skills in the book. And so after I share these, I'm gonna give you the specific tools found in the promotion playbook so that you can apply these tools to enhance these four areas. So these four areas are, I'll just tell you what they are, and then I'm gonna elaborate on each of those areas. So improve your communication skills. So the first one is space. The second one is speech. The third one is stories. And the fourth one is stats. Space, speech, stories, stats. Space, speech, stories, stats. Space, speech, stories, and stats. And I'll, I'll quickly expand on each of these. And I'm going to give you an exercise to write these down. Then we'll bring this to a close by me telling you the specific tools that can enhance each of these areas found in the promotion playbook. So the first one is space. So what is the space? Um, 
what is the space that the communication is occurring in? Is this an office space? Are you meeting one to one? Are you meeting online uh, with an internet call like Zoom or some other platform where you're having a, a conference call on the internet? Are you meeting over the phone? Are you listening to a podcast on your phone like this? Uh, what is the space that this communication occurs? And so being able to understand the space and optimize the space is going to be the best. When I explain these, I'm going to, I'm going to put them in the context of doing an oral board. So let's say you want to improve your, your communication skills so that you can be, you can do the absolute best at a promotional test, specifically an oral board. So you're going, as you prepare for your oral board, your oral board interview, what is the space that this is going to occur and what are, how are you going to dress for that space? So how, how can you optimize the space? So going into an oral board, you want to dress as professionally as possible. You want to have a fresh haircut. You want to look clean and professional. You want to greet people. You want to be able to walk into the room confidently and you want to be able to use that space, be comfortable in that space and optimize that space for your best performance. So space is the first one. The second one is speech, and this is the spoken word, not just the words, but also the tonality in which you deliver these words. And there's there's three elements that we're going to focus on here. We have questions, we have statements, and then we have words. The words the words are kind of like the you kind of think of words as uh, as the Play-Doh, and you construct statements and questions using words. But the language that you use is very important. The language that you use talking to a group of kindergarten students is gonna be different than addressing a group of medical doctors. That's gonna be different than talking to a, a group of retired veterans. That's gonna be different than talking to a group of chiefs. That's gonna be different than talking to uh, maybe a local church is that your language, the words that you use, the statements and the questions should reflect that of your audience. So the main thing to think about here is what is the speech and the language that you're going to make your presentation in that you communicate in. The next one is stories. The purpose of telling stories is that humans convey emotion through stories. There can be stories, there can be metaphors, there can be meanings. The things that we make things mean is what controls how we feel about things. So we can we convey our feelings through stories. When people start to get emotional, you'll notice that their language goes less logical and it starts to get more in a story. Now it doesn't have to be a long out story. It can be simply a metaphor. It can be simple, um, you know, a metaphor like I feel like I get my teeth kicked in, or I feel like I'm at the end of my rope, or I feel like I'm carrying this heavy burden. Whatever it is, when people start speaking in metaphor, it gets Stories portray emotion. So understanding stories is an absolute essential piece of communication skills. And then finally is stats. What are the facts? What are the graphs? What is the data? What is the expert opinion um, for these, for these, uh, the statistical piece of that communication? So you have to know the facts, you have to know the numbers, and then um, that's the part of the stats. So as you, anytime you're communicating, the better you can convey the stats, the stories, 
the speech and the space, the better off that you're going to do with it. So I'm going to give you a, um, a way to write this down so that you can apply it starting right now so that it's not just this vague concept, but that in every communication that you have, including listening to this, this recording, listening to this podcast is an opportunity to practice these four different skills. So I'm going to, I'm going to have you write it down. If, if you're able to um, take a minute, get a piece of paper, I'd encourage you to pause this audio, go get a piece of paper and then write this down just so you can get an idea of how this exchange happens get an idea of this dance, some metaphors to think about this communication skill set is you think about um, it could be a dance, it could be a it could be a fight, it could be a grappling tournament. It's kind of like if you have a high intense conversation, it's like going into the octagon and having a UFC fight. It's like it, it's this exchange back and forth. You, there's a book called Verbal Judo, which provides another example is like you kind of think about this skill set of communication is something that happens with another person. So it's this back and forth process. And so to best understand this, if, you, if you're able to stop and get a piece of paper, if you write this down, it's gonna help this to stick and better grasp it. If you're just driving and don't have the time to stop, just picture it. Um, it's a real simple diagram I'm gonna have you draw out. So I'm gonna assume you have a piece of paper and I'm gonna have you get that piece of paper and keep it in um, vertical, in portrait format, which is vertical, like don't turn it sideways. So you just got a normal piece of paper, you have it upright, and you start off by putting a line in the center, just draw a line down the center of the, of the paper. On the left side of this, of this line is listening. So there's two basic pieces that these skills apply to. You apply these skills when you're listening, and the other side of it on the right side of the paper is, uh, is presenting or speaking. It's not always speaking. We communicate a lot non-verbally, but if on one side it's listening and on the other side, it's we'll call it expression. Or to keep it simple, we could just say speaking. So you're either listening or you're speaking. And the first part of this is to really emphasize how important listening is to this entire framework. Probably the biggest challenge most of us have in terms of being good at communication is that many people are not good at listening, myself included. It's constantly something that I'm, I'm working to get better at, and it's not an easy skill to master. It's not just a matter of not talking. Active listening takes a lot of skill, and the, paying attention to these four areas will help you to be the best listener possible. So let's look at it. So so you've got you've got listen, you've got express. And then um, going down the left side is we're going to just have these four different rows going down the left side. So the first one is going to be space. The next one is going to be speech. The next one is stories. And then the, the last one is stats. So going down the left side of the of your paper is you want to have four different rows and ideally it'll just go all the way down the paper. You have, you have space, speech, stories, and stats. That'll be on the left column of the paper. What is the space? What is the speech? What are the stories? And what are the stats or numbers um, or data that's being shared? And so as you're having this conversation, we'll just say, 
let's say you drew that out or you can just picture it. And as you're listening, let's just bring you into this moment right now so that I can give you this awareness. Ideally, the, the point of this audio is to give you the awareness. And then afterwards, I'll give you the tools so that you can put it into practice. So during the awareness piece is I want you to pay attention. Let's just use this example. Right now, you're listening to this recording. What is the space that you're listening? Uh, where is this listening happening? Are you in a car? Are you doing some chores around your house? Are you um, sitting in a classroom? Are you sitting and taking notes? And is this space conducive to optimize your learning and to get the most from this? Or is it something that you're distracted with and not really paying that much attention to? Wherever you're at is totally okay, but just I wanna bring your awareness to it is what is the space that this is occurring and how are you, uh, how are you listening to this? The other piece is if you are going to respond to this, think about the medium for exchange that you were to, to respond to this. How would you choose to um, reply? And if you want to reach out by a message or um, you can find me on Facebook or uh, it's probably the best way to find me is um, just find me on Facebook. You can send me a message and think about the space that this communication is happening. It's either coming through your phone or a computer you may have a headset in, you may not. And so what is the space for this communication to occur? The next area is the speech. So as I'm speaking, I'm speaking in English and pay attention to my tonality and also pay attention to the, the statements and the words and the questions that I'm using. The biggest, the biggest piece for, oftentimes one of the biggest things for communication is the quality of the questions. The quality of the questions that you ask is going to determine the quality of your life. I know that's kind of a big statement, but if you pay attention to your thinking process, thinking is merely an act of asking and answering questions. So as I say that, you may be like, you might notice your, your own internal dialogue to say, well, is that really true? Is thinking just a matter of asking and answering questions? And this, this internal dialogue could occur. So speech, um, what is the speech? And as I'm speaking, am I giving statements or am I just answering questions or am I asking questions? The next piece is stories. So what are the stories? So that one of the stories that I that I told during this podcast was that of you're, you're sitting in. I gave you two examples of stories. One is an evaluation at work. The other one is a personal story. So we're constantly exchanging stories. So pay attention to the stories that I may be sharing with you. If you've read the promotion playbook, there's the story of Jake's journey is you have Jake, the experienced firefighter who wanted to promote. He wanted to be like his dad. Um, he wanted to do well with his department, but he struggled with assessment centers and he ended up getting better at it through uh, finding a mentor. And then he applied the seven strategies and the four skills. And then the final piece is the stats. So what is the data? What are the numbers? And what are the things that I'm sharing with, with you in terms of the data, the numbers, the facts, the graphs, the statistics. And then, so those are the four areas. So as you're listening, just listen. What's the space that's happening? What is the speech or the language? What are the stories being told? And then what are the stats? And so let's say that you listen to this podcast and you're getting ready to test and you go, you go and they give you a presentation. They say, hey, you have, you have 20 minutes you need to prepare for this presentation and 
what you have to consider is when you prepare for this presentation, you want to control the space. You want to speak in a way that's relevant to your audience. You want to tell stories that really help to emphasize your message. And then you want to do the research so that you have the number and the data and the statistics to emphasize your point with facts. Stories for feelings, stats for facts, and speech and space. So, so the tools to bring this to a close, the tools that you want to, that you want to use that are found in the promotion playbook is under space, there is the tool called the unspoken art of the oral board. There's an unspoken art of the oral board is a simple basic uh, score sheet so that you can evaluate nonverbal communication. It breaks down nonverbal communication into a few different categories. And so a great way to use that tool is you record yourself on video answering an oral board question and then pay attention to the nonverbal pieces of this. So as you record, maybe you record yourself answering an oral board question and then I want you to pay attention to the space, your speech, your stories, and your stats, but also pay attention to all those nonverbal elements. So the unspoken art of the oral board is the tool in the promotion playbook. Next one is speech. And so for speech, uh, probably the oral board, uh, the oral board prep sheets are probably the best tool inside the promotion playbook because speech in preparing for oral boards is you want to get really good at answering a variety of different questions. And the best way to prepare for that is to complete your, your homework so that you understand yourself, you understand the position, and you understand the department. So do your homework so that you can speak to your audience and be prepared to answer a variety of different questions. So practice questions and not just a bunch of random vague questions, but get really clear on who you are, what the position is, who the department is, and then also why it is that you want to test. So answering the right, right questions and being able to answer the questions is really important. The oral board prep sheet is the tool inside the promotion playbook. And then with stories, so the next piece is stories. The tool that's going to help you with stories is the story blueprint template. That's found under writing skills. And if you, if you practice writing out, writing out different stories, it's going to help your mind to best create stories, to create metaphors, and to think in terms of story formats. The story blueprint template is just five questions that help you to structure your stories in a way that, um, that can best deliver a powerful story. The five questions, um, I won't get into the details of it, but the story blueprint template. And then finally, for your stats, Again, the oral board prep sheet is a great place to really fill up yourself with all the, the numbers and the facts and the data that make you the best at the position you're testing for. The other piece of stats is the other tool that could help you is the essay blueprint template. That's also found under writing skills in the promotion playbook. Um, so the stats, so when you present stats, what I suggest doing, and if you go through the essay blueprint template, what that does is that you pick one main point and then you back that main point with three to five reasons why that point is valid. So instead of just like, so for example, uh, as you're preparing all the things that make you, you great at the next position, 
it's good to, to start by, by listing all the possible things that you've done, your strengths, your weaknesses, your education, your training, your experience. But you want to you wanna start broad and then I, you need to get more specific and more clear as you study more, as you apply more. So an example is let's just say that you run a project. Let's say you run a project and this project is something that makes you really good. So something that I did for a while was I was the, the, uh, the treasurer for our, our firefighter charities here locally. I was, I, was, um, I was a treasurer, so I managed the finances for a, sh for a while um, under that. And that could be one of the things that I said would make me good at the company officer position. So one, I was a treasurer and the, 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 we'll just say with three things that made this, um, made this to emphasize this point. So the main point is that I would do well as a company officer because I was the treasurer for our charity. And um, as this treasurer, I had, I did this as a voluntary role. So my, my mindset is in the right place of service. Um, I ran the budget, so I'm good with running budgets and understanding numbers. And I could expand the size of the budget and how long I ran the budget and the data and what I did with the budget in terms of more facts. And then um, coordinating community events. So this is just off the top of my head, but an idea. So here's the one piece of information. I was the treasurer for our charity. And then the three areas that back that is um, generosity and service and a heart of service. Next is fiscal responsibility. And then next is um, leadership, community leadership of coordinating uh, community events. So leadership, fiscal responsibility, and generosity. So those are the three. So think about it is that with your stats, with, with the tangible things that you have that make you the best for the position, think of it as a table. So you have a table and the table has four legs. You can have three, you can have three legs, you can have five legs, but for this metaphor, picture a table and this table is that one, that one skill or that your experience that makes you the best for that position. And instead of just saying, I have a college degree or um, I ran this project or I'm a paramedic or I'm a technical rescue member or I have wildland experience. <clears throat> Instead of just being broad, pick one of those things and then emphasize those with three to five points. So picture the table as the main idea. The table's the main idea. Then you support that main idea with four different facts, statistics, data. Um, you could even say stories to back that up. So you've got your four legs to support that idea. And that way you're emphasizing and you make it tangible and real instead of just showing up in an oral board and just shotgun blasting and throwing all this random stuff out there. The other metaphor here is you have a sniper focus, very specific focus on why it is that you're the best as opposed to just going in there and speaking in general terms. So uh, in closing, Consider um, so consider these four areas. This is this these four specific skill sets are not. This is not specifically that the thing I had you write out is not specifically in the book right now, but it's interwoven into everything else that's in the book. So if you wanted to, if you want a copy of this, I'm going to continue to expand this concept. Um, you can send me a private message if you go to Facebook, or if you have my number or, or some other way to contact me, and I'd be happy to share this concept as I expand it, ultimately gonna have this framework on this communication model. So the other thing to consider is that yeah, I'd have you go and do a, a internet search if you use Google 
or whatever internet platform you use is do a search for the communication model. It's a common picture you might find in the company officer book. And you'll see this, this model of sender and receiver and medium and message and noise. And consider this communication model and then consider how these four areas impact your communication. Once you have these four skills, you can measure them. You can use it to be a better listener. You can also use it that when it's time for you to express or present or speak, you can apply these four different areas to enhance your message. So in closing, the four skills you must master um, aside, so the, the, the two basic areas is listen and then express. So apply these to be a better listener and then also apply it to be a better speaker. Four skills, space, speech, stories, stats. Space, speech, stories, stats. Manage the space, create the best space, speak in a way that reflects with your audience, choose the best words, choose the best language, optimize your language, tell the best stories to have an emotional connection with your audience, and finally get the numbers and the stats to have the best logical the logical reasons to back up your um, your cause. Thanks for listening. I wish you the best. If you haven't subscribed, subscribe. I'll keep giving um, information and I'm going to keep doing interviews. And uh, I appreciate you. I wish you the best of luck. Goodbye.